These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Keishi Tapes, this is episode 159. John Hewlett and the mighty Favaz. And Johnny. today, yeah, today we're doing an interview that uh, I did back in 1995 when I was on the morning show with a guy named Jim Ellis, and Carl the intern might also have been a part of this, with Dick Vitale, who was on the phone. Yeah. And Dick Vitale was for us what Zsa, Zsa Gabor was for us. We had his home phone number, and any time we felt like calling him, we did, and he'd answer the phone and just oh, start talking. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Really? Is yeah, this one of those times? This is one of those times, I'm sure. I mean, because we never had anybody book with him or anything <laughs> like that. He didn't have a booking agent. His His number just got out on a morning show service that a lot of radio stations got across the country and unless he had a separate phone number from his main phone number i don't know but it was a number you called dick vitale answered the phone and he just started hey bonus baby (laughs) that's funny i mean he he taught me the game of basketball really yeah i mean i I, I absolutely loved him he's been at espn for over he was there for over 40 years um Mm -hmm. i even looked up his net worth john oh what is it what do you think hmm i'm gonna guess about 10 mil 20 mil. 20 million. Yeah, wow. He's yeah. worth 20 million. Yeah. And he just recently was diagnosed with cancer again. Yeah. He's had it a, f- a couple times, I think. Yeah. Lymphoma, I believe. Lymphoma this, this time. time. And he was just recently in a Geico commercial. Yes. So, yeah, so he gets around and he's around. he's done stuff, but uh, he's, and he, and he, I didn't know he was an NBA coach. Um, he was an yes, NBA Detroit, coach. Detroit, wasn't it? I think. And, yeah. uh, you know, but uh, he knows his basketball, that's for sure. That's Diaper for sure. dandy, baby. Yeah, baby. All right, go ahead. Let's see how it goes. Right. And hit play. To the All Canada Show. This is a this is off cassette tape. It sounds good. It's going on at America Center uh, now through the 8th, courtesy of Molson Golden. Sports shorts this morning. Sports shorts. Being brought to us by DOC Optical. Dick Vitale is with us. Dick from ESPN. Big games tonight at Keel Center. You have, uh, first of all, Marquette and Temple in the 6 o'clock game. And the uh, second game is uh, UMass, University of Massachusetts, against our Billikens. Do the Billikens have a chance at beating UMass tonight? Well, you know, any time you're at home, you got a chance to win, especially with 22,000. He just picked up the phone. Well, you know, you got... <laughs> Rocking and rolling, the place going absolutely bananas. Uh, but the key is they're going to have to make that three-point shot. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw last night, for example, uh, a big W by North Carolina State beating yeah. North Carolina, and it was the three-point shot. The three-point shot is a neutralizer in college basketball. And if H. Wallman and Highmark and Irwin Claggett, I can't wait to see Claggett. I told him yesterday, I said, Claggett, I want no brick city, baby. I want to see NBN nothing but nylon because I've heard so much about you. He said, hey, I don't plan on shooting bricks tomorrow night. <laughs> that, that's great yeah. stuff. No brick city, baby. Brick city, nothing but net. He said nothing but nylon. What else did he used to say? Yeah, uh, well, gosh, uh, diaper dandy. He's unique. Good. Yeah. Play. Let's hope not. What are his chances of of maybe turning pro? I'll tell you, yesterday really impressed me. It's the first time I seen him up front and close in practice. With his, he's physically stronger than I expected. Number one, and number two, he handles the ball a lot better than I expected. He penetrates and he, he drives, and he's an excellent passer. We all know he can shoot the ball. Uh, he'll have to make the adjustment. The ball. The ball. 
be a point guard, but anytime a kid can shoot the ball as well as he can, as from deep as he can, he's got a chance. Yeah, how good is this UMass team, Dick? I mean, they're super. I think right now, if I had to pick the teams in America that are legitimate contenders and not pretenders, I would have to say UMass would be... Uh, he, that's Howard Cosell, pretender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, oh, he used to say that? Yeah, he used to say that. Right. He's a pretender. Not a contender. Yeah. Not a no, contender. Yeah, He's a, a pretender. pretender. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Top five clubs. Uh, they're playing tonight uh, without their star center, Marcus Camby. He, yeah. His grandmother passed away. and he won- God, I remember, remember all that these name? names. Remember yeah. that name? I remember yeah. that one. I think yeah. he went to the NBA, didn't he? Marcus, Marcus Camby? Camby? I think he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Be here, but uh, uh, Lou Rowe is an outstanding forward. He'll be an NBA oh, first Lou, rounder. Lou Rowe, yes. Uh, I don't remember that name. Yeah, well, I used to do when these ESPN games came to uh, the Scott Trade Center. Mm-hmm. Or no. Yeah, I guess what I don't know what it was called back then. Uh, I was hired to do PA for those for about three years in a row. Oh, you were? Yeah, until they found out that I really didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and uh, but uh, Lou you've been Rowe, hiding that from the Cardinals for years. And Lou Rowe, <laughs> yeah, and Lou Rowe kept coming to the foul line late in the game, Lou and I Rowe. kept saying at the foul line, Lou Rowe, Lou Rowe, and after a while, I kept saying it, and people in the stands would say it with me, Lou. <laughs> so you started something. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, briefly there, anyway. They got a sensational guard in Michael Williams, and they were a very deep team. They have about ten bodies that are Division One big time players. This program prime is time legitimate. Wow. Yeah, what do you think of thing he used yeah. to say all yeah, the time? Prime, prime time, time player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point of the season, I think he's done a phenomenal job. You know, losing Booker and losing Crudop, and last year they surprised me. Uh, first of all, going undefeated in a Big Eight is really un- unreal to think yeah. about that. And and the bottom line to come back after losing all those guys, uh, they're nine and one right now. Talking about Missouri. They, they beat Illinois, blew them out in front of 21,000 people here. That kind of surprised me. I thought Illinois would be a little bit maybe too strong this year. I had Missouri against Purdue. They were able to get that win. Uh, he's doing it with Olinny and a lot of different players, Sutherland and the Haley, uh, the Twins. And, and it's just amazing the job that Stewart does. But I'm going to tell Stewart now, I'm offering him a challenge. I want to see him open the season. And I want to see him open the season with the St. Louis Billikens right at the Kiel Center. Wow. wow. That would have yeah, been a good game. Yeah, because to this day, SLU and, and Mizzou do not play yeah, each other. Yeah, they don't play. And there was a time there when Missouri was real good and SLU was trying to get their program going, and it was going pretty good at mm-hmm. that particular time. Why don't they play each other was a question everybody yeah. would ask. Yeah. You know, because uh, uh, in, in North Carolina, North Carolina plays North Carolina State. Mm-hmm. They play uh, Duke. Right. Uh, you know, they yeah. all inside of the states play. And it was always Missouri's stance. Maybe it's because they're in the same conference in the ACC, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that has something yeah, to do with it. Yeah, that probably does have something to do with it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think of that. But not all of them in, in uh, that state are in the same conference, yeah. are they? No. Well, not every school. No, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. But, yeah, they should be playing. I don't know yeah. why. yeah. We'll come in and televise it. I think it'd be fantastic. Come on, Norm. Play St. Louis, baby. (laughs) That's Dick Vitale. Dick, before I let you go, one other question. We're familiar with the arena, of course, but we have a new building here now, the Kiel Center. Your thoughts on, on how that might affect uh, you know the home team's advantage as opposed to the old the old arena, which was a little more closed in. 
Well, you know, that's the thing. You know, it's more or less like an NBA setting, an NBA environment. So, therefore, you don't have the intimacy. You have the beauty and the good. It's gorgeous and absolutely a beautiful place. But, for example, if you play in Missouri, the Hearn Center with the students right on top of you. Yeah. I mean, that's the key is, is in terms of noise, spirit, enthusiasm. Will the fans mm-hmm. rock and roll? I think they will. But the place is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I was very impressed yesterday. Uh, I met a number of the people there. I met their operations director. And I know everyone's so proud, and they should be, of the Keel Center because it looks like it's one of the real, real beautiful places in college hoops. Thank you very much, Dick Vitale of ESPN. You'll be at the luncheon today. The luncheon starts at 12 noon, 27.50 a person. You're there with uh, Mick Patrick from ESPN and all four coaches from the teams playing tonight in the Bush Atlantic 10 Great Midwest Battle. Thanks a lot, Dick. Thanks a lot. Got to get a T.O., baby. All right. <laughs> That's four shorts brought to you by yeah. T.O. There you go. Yeah. Got to get a T.O., baby. Oh, I, I wish... We could have talked to. I wish you would have talked to him about his history, had time, and everything. Yeah, I know. He's cool. Yeah, a yeah. PTP, a primetime player. <laughs> yeah, PTP. That's right. Yeah, and and, uh, and just his the the excitement that's in his voice, just yeah. the natural excitement in his voice. Not everybody has that, you know. Nope. Howard Cosell had that, you know. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they were from the same neighborhood. It sounds like the way they you know enunciate. Right. But yeah, I miss uh, him in his prime. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he still has he still has that. Kind I liked of, Al McGuire too. Yeah, Al McGuire was good. Yeah, you know, he he used to be with Billy Packer on CBS. Mm-hmm. I used to hear them, but uh, once Dick Vitale came on, that was it. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. He, he was, was great. He, he was the, he was the shit for a long time. Yeah, and he's you know like I said he's still alive. He has cancer though. But this interview, 1995, that was uh, 26 years ago. Yeah. He was in his 50s back yeah, then. Yeah, that's right. You yeah, know, he was so. in his prime. Yeah. Well, we hope the best for him and his health. Sure and, do. Uh, and oh, that wasn't an interview that necessarily was. Uh, uh, in depth in terms of issues and things like that that might still be timely today. There was a lot of uh, stuff in there that was for another time mm-hmm. period. But you still recognize some of the names and yeah. uh, and, and all that. You know, if you were a basketball Plus they fan got us, John. What are you talking about? Well, there's on that, too. Come on. We, we updated it. Yeah. All right. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. And on Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. See you on the radio. Bye. AMF. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.